0: Do come in. You are most graciously welcome to Tens on Tens, a girl talk comedy podcast in which two tens make top ten lists about whatever they choose and shoot the shit, as it were. So procure the libation of your choice and, pardon my candor, sit down, shut up, and listen. Here are your hosts, the debutantes of debauchery, the queens of crass, the mistresses of muck rockery, Emma and Lo.
1: all right we're gonna start that one more time i just want to say before we start this that lo and i just like took a sip of our water bottles at the exact same time in preparation for it was cute yeah so if
2: you were not aware our girl is
1: back in town we're
2: very excited hi it's so well I'm in the middle of nowhere, but I'm two hours from town, which is very exciting. She's she's <laughs> closer back closer than I've been in the digital town, uh, which is very exciting because
1: we're doing yes. our very first episode um, remotely, which is so weird. I'm so used to getting drunk in my closet with you at this point.
2: I know, I know. I actually seriously like this is not a joke. I was looking at Airbnbs in the city just so I could like come do that one week, like. <laughs> There's one in your apartment complex that I may or may not buy. Shut up. Are you kidding me? Yeah. That'd be so fun. We'd have to have lots of margaritas. Oh,
1: the sleepovers all the time. Ethan would hate it and I don't. You would hate it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You could always come to me. I got nothing going on. This Um, is true. This is true.
1: But anyway, very excited to have you back. So how was your how was your trip? Like tell us, give us the like the quick little lowdown. The lowdown.
2: It was (laughs) (laughs) it was really good um i had a really fun time i don't think i'm quite done doing it yet um just because it it was like really it was just a good fucking time but the one thing i will say is that men are shit all over the country Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter where you're from where you live it's just gonna be the case (laughs) yep uh you live you learn yeah they they are but it was it was really fun it's good to be back though it's gonna be I like I crave stability a little bit now
1: (laughs) yeah I can imagine because so if if you Ah. guys are not aware so Lo's kind of been doing her little nomadic lifestyle situation and she's been getting Airbnbs all over the place and just kind of it's like elevated couch surfing almost but it's so ballsy the fact that you were like I'm gonna just get rid of my place and all my stuff and travel I'm like millennial dream good for you bitch
2: Yes, it was it's really, really funny. fun. But I will say like living out of a suitcase is interesting, especially like, mm. I I want to be more like you. Like I want to be the person that wears like the cute little outfits and stuff. But you cannot do that when you're living no. out of a suitcase. Like I literally wore no. the same t shirt every day.
1: That's okay. I've been wearing this cowboy t shirt for four so we got it. You know, what? the cute it's little outfits cute. are hard to do because you're like, I only buy uh, statement pieces and no staples.
2: <laughs> I don't know how to wear them Oh, uh, yes, <laughs> yes. Yes, that um, is difficult. And then I'm imagining a specific furry jacket that you have that would take up the entire suitcase I traveled with. So.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, man. I sold it. Can you believe? I loved it. But I did sell the it. The end of I, an I was, era. Like, I was like, I don't even know what to fucking wear this with, even though it was iconic. But I got a lot of money for it. So... Oh, that's good. Buy good shit. We guys, love money. And get good money. Yeah, we love money. All yes. right. Speaking of money, that's right. The people we're talking about today probably have lots <laughs> and lots from the royalties they've acquired. Um, we're
0: actually going to be talking. Great segue. About,
1: <laughs> yeah, thank you so much. Um, been practicing. Um, we're going to be talking about pop songs today, and I love pop music. I love it so much. As you know, we've had like how many episodes on Rihanna by now? Oh, speaking of her baby's been born. Uh, we were born. supposed to record on Thursday when they announced it and I was going to be like, can
2: you believe? But somebody got Oh COVID. my gosh. I know I got COVID. <laughs> I don't know if you guys can tell, but my voice is probably a little different than usual. Um, But you said it sounds fine. So that's good. But, it sounds great. Yeah, and I got, got COVID. So, yeah. <gasps> Thank you. Um, but I'm so sorry, cute. Rihanna. I'm sorry I missed it. It's okay. Sorry. She's
1: She had a baby on Friday the 13th. Can you believe?
2: I can't believe actually. That's a power move was, in my in my it, opinion.
1: It was a boy and I can't believe she's capable of bringing another man into the world. It's fine oh, I
2: guess. But he's going to be he's going to be one of the good ones. I have a feeling. Also, what is what what does that make his astrological sign? Mm, what was it? Is that a uh, Taurus? Oh my god, it was. Goddamn. Oh no. Oh, Bad news no. for you. Great news for me. I love Taurus,
1: man. Uh, well, anyway, you just have to wait a couple of years. So, um, yeah. but we're talking about like pop songs today that changed our lives. Uh, and, you know, maybe not like dramatically, but I remember hearing some of these songs on the radio for the first time and being like, shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up. What is this? Hold on. You know? Oh, I'm
2: gonna say dramatically. These change my life dramatically.
1: Oh yeah, so. some of them for sure. Yeah, record. definitely. And I actually went onto my Instagram and I was I was polling people because I like to do that before we have an episode to see yeah. what the, the the folks are thinking. Plus, I have more followers on my personal account than the the tens on tens ones. Yeah. So y'all need to get your shit together and follow that so I can post these fun questions. Yeah, <laughs> on there. Come on um, over. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. So I might uh, (laughs) jump in with a few of those today. But um, yeah, so I feel like, Lo, why don't you kick us off? Because we've missed you.
2: Oh, oh my gosh, I've missed I've missed you guys terribly. Mine are actually in no particular order, just because these were all equally as like, amazing in my life. Um, So I'm just gonna go in order of what I see here. So a lot of these I will say come from the now that's what I call music for CD, because that CD alone, carved my childhood like carved it oh it was amazing okay so number 10 for me is waiting for tonight by jennifer lopez oh my god yeah (laughs) i I forgot all about that one i remember okay so i had a white walkman like it was like pearl white and i had the now four cd in there and I used to only listen to, like, one song off of that, and I'll get to that one in a minute. But then Mm -hmm. I remember I, like, tried to listen to it all the way through because I was like, let me give these a try. And Waiting for Tonight came on, and I remember, like, sitting on my fucking, like, carpeted pink bedroom and being like, is this what, like, sexy feels like? Like, I remember (laughs) feeling that for the
1: first time. I was like, this is sexy. (laughs) You're like, wow, turns out I've been waiting for this moment my whole life.
2: Wow. Yeah it's just it's it's a bop oh i agree it's a true bop. jennifer
1: lopez i think um, is kind of underrated as a pop star to be fair like for a while she was just kind of like the the kim k of her day like booty so fat lord have mercy right and like she was in some you know <laughs> movies and stuff but like jenny from the block yeah. is a hit uh oh god
2: get oh, right yeah. do you remember that song too Get mine before get the night is up. With the cane dancing and yes. the music video. No, I did watch that music video a lot. If this was an episode about music videos that shaped my childhood, that one oh, would be shit. on there. That could be another episode. We could talk
1: forever about that. that I, could be another talk episode.
2: About, I am
1: going to talk about a music video tonight. Um, But... Waiting yeah, for I, That's a great... Waiting for tonight. Oh. Exactly. Period. <laughs> Period. What is yeah, that song? One. Oh, she did that song with... uh Oh, God. Ja Rule. With, which was... um. I'm real the way you oh yeah walk the way I always she's thought she's got she a lot was... of really good ones. Yeah. I always thought at the beginning off the top she was saying, Are you ready? But she spells out R-U-L-E, and that shit kind of ruined it for me a little bit, but it's fine. Um
2: yeah, you're like, Why are you any... spelling a man's name? Girl, shut the fuck. He Ew. should be
1: spelling J-L-O
2: first of all. That's right. Okay. That's right.
1: Were there any, like, misheard pop song lyrics that you had growing up that kind of changed the way you saw the song later?
2: If you can think of any. Honestly, not that my poor COVID brain can remember right now. I I mean, I do remember, like, all of Fall Out Boy's songs. I had no idea what the fuck they were saying. But it didn't, like, change the way I saw the song once I, like, saw the actual lyrics. I mean, uh, you remember you? uh loaded gun complex, cock or whatever the fuck they say. <laughs> I know. They actually, there was a YouTube channel that made their entire living off of like doing the fake, what it sounds like <laughs> lyrics to Fall Out Boy songs. And I used to watch those all the time. Um, There's like all these TikTok memes of people who do that for that
1: when I met you in the sum up. <laughs> I, I can't get into it. That's a whole other thing. Anyway, it's a rabbit I, hole. I love pop music because it's, it's, Honestly, I think it's so good, but it's just played so often that people are like, oh, this fucking garbage, bro. I'm tired of it being jammed on my throat. You notice I sound like a man when I say that? Because only men say that. Yeah. <laughs> Shit.
2: You sound like the fucking turtle from Finding Nemo is what you
1: sound like. <laughs> <laughs> Not crush, bro. Yeah. No. Bro, high five, So bro. totally
0: awesome.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Waiting for tonight. <your> night. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Okay. Uh... Let's see, where do I start? Because I also don't have mine in a particular order. But I think I'm going to start with somebody a little controversial just to get him out of the Ooh, way. But uh, Pitbull. Love Lockdown by <laughs> Kanye West. Oh, Pitbull's an angel, okay. first of all. Okay. He is, yes. Um, and love him. And I actually legitimately really want to go to a Pitbull concert. I'm not even kidding. I think it would be a fucking blast. Sure. Fireball comes on. And You're going to need to find another friend. <laughs> Oh my God. No, you would love to wear, we'll, we'll wear bald caps
2: and aviators.
1: Okay. I'm in. Oh my God. One time, (laughs) one time, like back in the day when I was still on Tinder, this is such a funny story to me. I matched with with this guy named Dale, D-A-L-E. And my opener was like, is it pronounced Dale? Like as in Chippin or Dale like Pitbull? And then he unmatched me.
2: <laughs> Wait, oh my god, I would have like super liked you after that. Yeah, was what I is. thought
1: that was so funny. I was like I I'm I yeah. peaked. All right, anyway, no, so Love Lockdown by Kanye West, that doom 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 right. Oh fucking amazing. I remember watching him perform that. I wanna say hit the VMAs because that's where all the good live performances are, baby. And if you are not into the VMA performances, fucking get there. All right. We're gonna gonna talk about it, but we should have a top 10 vmas performances
2: <laughs> list because oh my God. Oh, gosh I'm, or like top great. 10 most like crazy things that happen during music video uh, like any any sort of awards. award
1: yeah sh- oh Ooh. shit
2: that'd be fun you know we'll- and
1: then all 10 of them will be will smith slamming chris brown <laughs> not chris brown
0: oh i wish yeah. chris
1: rock fuck, yeah anyway um no so he performed <laughs> kanye west performed at the vmas and they turned off all the lights in the arena and it was just him on stage and he had this like light up heart in his breast pocket that beat to oh. the, the rhythm. And I was like, whoa, this is fucking cool, bro. I'm in love with the that song is so good. Oh my god. And I my toxic trait is I am a Kanye apologist. And like I don't think he's a good person. And I think he's an abuser and terrible, but his
2: music is so fucking good and I always love it. <laughs> it is, yeah. It's good music. Do you remember like when you were a kid like hearing it for or how old would you have been I guess when you heard it for the first time? I want to say like 15 or 16 when that song came out.
1: Maybe maybe 14. No, it was probably I think it was my okay. freshman year of high school. Um and 808s and Heartbreaks I think is like one of the greatest yeah. albums ever and oh my god yeah. literally. The problem with Kanye is that he's a genius but he knows it and that's the problem. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I mean <laughs> But that whole that whole album is solid, and the fact that it's like a whole reflection on him, like losing his fiance, losing his mom, all at the same time, and like fucking up in the world. And I don't know, it's fascinating. And I think if you look into his whole story as a person, it's like reading a Shakespeare play. It's insane. I stand by that.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: But love lockdown. Had you been in love by the
2: time you heard, like when you first heard Love Lockdown? Had you been in love yet? oh my god okay so it was like sentimental Jesus Christ
1: but like I mean like 15 year old love you know what I mean um oh yeah you could probably say more like obsession lusty Uh, (laughs) yeah lusty obsession (laughs) oh my god no we've talked about this person I told you I like came over to your house once and I was like I cannot fucking deal with this because I have a crush on this person I had a crush on like I don't know 10 years ago fucking
2: (laughs) yeah the dream
1: fine, whatever
2: moving on (laughs) Moving on, that is that's a good one though. I don't have any Kanye yeah. on my list, but like that is a, definitely something good to bring up because he he had some some influential songs on there for sure. I mean, like, and
1: he kind of low key changed music, and that's something I can't move past, you
2: know. You can't deny, and you can't move past, yeah. you know. You can't deny, <laughs> yeah. So speaking of a, a band that changed music, this one did not. This one was not very well known at all. Um, uh, have you ever heard of Play? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, it is a Swedish girl pop band, and they were super popular in, like, the late 90s, early 2000s. And they're probably most well-known for that Cinderella song that the Cheetah Girls ended up stealing when mm-hmm. I was just oh, a little girl. Yeah. yeah. They wrote they, that? they were the original. I don't know if they wrote it, but they were the original performers of that song. Oh, shh. Um, so there's a song in an Associated Music video that they do called "Whole Again. Have you heard of it? Mm-mm.
1: Because okay. I want to say, did they do that song upside down, bouncing? Off? Is that them? No, I think that's S Club Seven. Oh fuck, it, I don't know. I
0: similar know the name. Vibe, play.
1: They. Oh, because they did a song with Aaron Carter. The Aaron. Oh Aaron. That one.
2: Yes, oh, I believe that yeah. was them. And then they also did a song with the lead singer of Dream Street, Chris something, who ended up passing away, which is really sad. But that I one's um, that one's I'm gonna make you love me. I think so. They've got a lot of like popular songs that are very niche but there's one in particular called "Whole again and it's it is it's a great song in and of itself but the music video is the first thing that ever made me feel as a young child like i would never be pretty enough because the way that they look in that music video is fucking dazzling Mm. and the idea the music video idea is just like so interesting to me so they're each a different calendar like month and they dress as the month and then they do the music video like that and they're like sitting on a swing like one of the girls is like december and she has like snowflakes and it's just the best thing that i've ever seen in my life i have listened to that song and watched that music video more than a full-time working adults hours like i was dedicated to watching it
1: that's fair so to this uh, day i will
2: It's fine. Is that the one? Wait, no, that's Uncle Cracker I'm thinking of. Remind me of the Sugar (laughs) Sugar Ray song? Uh, (laughs) They were featured in the Scooby Doo soundtrack with that song Get Up, Get Up,
1: Get Up. Yeah, I'm gonna pick you up and take you where I want. It's a bop. I highly recommend. Me and the Scooby Doo soundtrack go way fucking back, okay? (laughs) We fuck. We fuck. (laughs) It's true, okay?
2: Anyway, that was a good one. But that's how I feel about this, this, this whole album. This whole album is so good. And what's funny. And why it was so influential to me is my brother actually gave it to me as I'm pretty sure it was like a birthday gift. Mm -hmm. He was like, oh, this is like pretty popular or whatever. It changed my life to this day. I sing whole again at the top of my lungs. And if more people knew about it, I'd do it at karaoke.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's true. You got to pick one that everybody kind of knows. But if you watch the music video nowadays, do you think their whole aesthetic still holds up or is it just like a shitload of like frosted eyeliner?
2: their whole aesthetic I need to send it to you because you would fall in love like oh my gosh it is I do it's it. so gorgeous it holds up it holds up the whole thing holds up and they're also there's a scene where they're doing like a little pin-up girl scene and they're like in front of microphones and they're like looking back on when we first and it's just like ah, it's so good and you can tell that what? I still love it just as much <laughs> what's the what's the melody because I think that sounded familiar um baby you're the one you can do no wrong you can make me whole again I have COVID but you know <laughs> oh, Okay, you're beautiful it's yeah. lovely that was excellent they <laughs> should make you a new member do you think
1: they still make music they or are they they were the, just like an industry plant
2: um I think the main person Faye makes music still but everybody else yeah. is not in the music video as far as I understand but my gosh so, I was obsessed
1: it was like a pussycat doll situation just they're like it's yeah, Nicole kind of. Sershinger and then strippers <laughs> yeah buffer Sweet <laughs> yes yep you got Already. it okay let's see next on my list is Skater Boy by Avril Lavigne oh. oh my god oh and you know he was a boy and she was a girl and I can't make it any more obvious but um, no yeah. <laughs> so in roughly the second grade because let go the album let go <laughs> by avril lavigne was released in 2002 and i'm one of that you know lucky people that can link up what grade i was in with the year meow right um i so can't so. good on you <laughs> it's fine um that album came out and i remember getting it i think for like i don't know a birthday present or something and i just listened to it and i was like i'm edgy now okay <laughs> i'm gonna wear ties
2: bimbo um, core
1: <laughs> oh i fucking love bimbo core if you guys aren't hip to bimbo core I created a Spotify playlist to check it, it out. Yeah. Um oh yeah, true. it's the best. But but this was like I guess this is my first foray into Bimbo core <laughs> to <laughs> skater core. I was obsessed with Avril Lavigne cuz she was so beautiful to me. Like I remember just staring at her pictures inside the album art cuz remember when they did album art? Um and I was oh, like, yes. "Oh my god. She's so mean. and she's so hot." And that's how I discovered I was uh, gay. Yeah. Um <laughs> but like Wait, after Levine was your was your like bisexual awakening? I mean, it was probably a bunch of them, you know, cuz when you're oh. that young you don't realize it's sexual attraction. True. You're like, damn. <laughs> but the fact that yeah. I would just stare, I would just stare at it. Um anyway, Skater Boy is so fun because I love a song that tells a story, and that's a really mm-hmm. good one. Um it is a little pick me, but <laughs> I will say this, music has always been more fun when it was a little misogynistic. And it's the sad
2: truth. Bring back, bring back music misogyny. <laughs> well, because
1: everybody knows that you want to get the original re- uh, release of Taylor Swift's first album because it's the homophobic one, right? Like, um,
2: I wish I knew the reference. I'm not. I, oh my God, said, you don't? No. It's the one where
1: she's like, I'll tell, um, go and tell your friends I'm crazy. I'll tell all of mine you're gay. Like, that song is on the on the first album anyway. Oh, um, and what did she change it to? I think she just took that bit out. I don't know, because I never listened oh, to the changed okay. one, because the first one's so good. <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> we love <anyway>. the homophobia. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. I remember, like being so into Avril Lavigne that I got made fun of for it like people are like you think you're some kind of fucking edgelord you literally look like a cherub angel like
2: (laughs) (laughs) and I was like bitch I am punk I'm punk he was a skater boy did you like skater skater boys growing up did it have an influence on your crushes
1: Hmm. I think I was an equal opportunity crusher (laughs) any (laughs) boy that was nice to me I was like guess what I'm in love with you (laughs) um actually i was obsessed with this boy named dylan who was a soccer player in my elementary school class
2: um a jock
1: oh yeah no i mean like i still talk to people from my elementary school and i'm like you remember when i was like obsessed with you and he's like no what and (laughs) i think he's been like do you are
2: you still and i'm like i have a boyfriend now i'm sorry love you though um
0: anyway hey at
2: least you were playing it cool you were playing it cool he had no idea so that's I good. I boys are
1: just stupid because I remember writing like <laughs> "I heart Dylan" in the sand on the kickball field, and people would be like, "What?" It was, you know, kids oh are stupid. Oh my
2: gosh! Anyway, I, I would pay going... good money to know you as a child. I just want to put that in there. <laughs> Let me tell you how when I was a I'm kid. Sorry, just... I'm done inter- interrupting. You
0: guys. No, <laughs> no, 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 no.
1: You're fine. I love talking about myself. Don't fucking worry. Um, when I was a kid, I was just like everybody's little sister. Cause you know, I had the white blonde hair and the big blue eyes and I was, had no mm-hmm. idea what was happening in reality. Just teetering about being like, Hey guys, <laughs> let's go play snowball fight or whatever the fuck. Um, and you know, I loved Brat Stalls, so That's all you have to know. Anyway, <laughs> when I was really little, my dad used to work at the radio station. I might've mentioned this once or twice. And if you guys listen to the episode where he's on, we do talk about it, but, um, Yeah. So he would get concert tickets all the time. And I I used to be able to see like artists I really liked live. And one of them that I I got to see was Avril Lavigne. I remember Simple Plan opened for her. And I was like, I was so excited. Oh my God. I only remember vague bits of it because when you're that young, it's way past your bedtime. I remember being at the Aaron Carter concert and crying because it was so late. (laughs) but um i'm tired i'm tired i do remember that to this concert i wore a pair of red cargo capri pants and a baby doll tee with a girl with a scooter on it and i was like i am the coolest bitch here (laughs) i am so limited to
2: literally limited to outfit like i'm pretty sure i had that same shirt (laughs) it was it was cute though i was the cutest yeah Yeah, avril definitely noticed you I know. She wrote wrote some song about you because she was like, girl in the scooter shirt. She was like so (laughs) hyped about it. (laughs) And that's where girlfriend came from. (laughs) Yeah, obviously. Hey, hey, scooter shirt. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Hey, hey, limited (laughs) to. You are very stylish. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. The song girlfriend is its own conversation. I love that. Oh, I love that absolutely. song. Absolutely. I was
1: like, oh, maybe mm-hmm. I hate girls.
2: That's a misogyny song, like I said. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's a misogyny song for sure. Oh, hold on. I need to take a coughing. <coughs> Gross. Okay. Excuse me. Now, after. All right. The are we ready to. Yes. <laughs> Seriously. Are we ready to skate away from Skater Boy? Indeed. Okay. <clears throat> um, these are going to get real weird the longer I go. Okay. My next song. Is Candy by Mandy Moore.
1: I'm missing
2: you. Like... Is that the? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. I'm so addicted to the love. Now, this is a close second, or I mean, not second. It's not in any order. But the one that also comes to mind is the Princess Diaries rendition of <laughs> um, when she's like, "Stupid Cupid." Stop. Okay, I'm obsessed with Mandy Moore yes oh she's hot i'm obsessed with her that. voice like her voice is so good she's so beautiful and all of her songs mm-hmm. like are just so the perfect like pop mix and mm-hmm. i remember being at skateland because we used to have birthday we used to get fucking lit at the skateland okay I used to everyone has their birthdays ah. yes same i was like blowing out candles every year at skateland and i distinctly remember it was like right before or no it was right no, right before a couple skate and candy came on and I was like, now is my chance to show all these boys in here how cool I am. And I was I was like, um so I was just like bump into it, right? I fell on my ass and no one asked me to couple skate, but that song, my love for that song remains. So that just is so, a testament to how much I love it it it, it survived the humiliation.
1: It did you know? It did. I can tell you. Is that I had my tenth birthday at, at, at like a skate and fun zone or something like that. <laughs> and I yeah. can't even skate. We know this to be true. Um, and I remember listening as that like little John is it little John the to the window, to the wall, and a bunch of like literal third graders are like skate, skate, yeah. skate, like, <laughs> oh my god.
2: Sweat drop down my balls Is that our That's generation's
1: uh, sweet Caroline? <laughs> I think it must be. I think it has to be. I think it's obligated to be. You cannot unify a room quicker and better than (laughs) having them sing that song together. (laughs) That's right. That's right. You know, Mandy Um, Moore, though, is, like, exceptional. Like, she's an underrated pop star for sure. And she's the
2: voice of Rapunzel in Tangled. Yeah, I feel like Mandy is one of those people that, like, never, she's always done really consistent great work, but she's never, like, blown up. Like, even oh, yeah. in a Walk to Remember era, like, she wasn't really ever that big, you know?
1: Well, she's on that super dramatic, emotional, manipulative show,
2: right? <laughs> this is us. Oh, that one. Oh, this is... <laughs> I literally can't watch it because I can't take on one more sad thing. Like, I watched one episode and I was like, I'm out. Tap literally, out. Can't literally.
1: Literally. I had a friend of mine on Twitter be like, every time I see a promo for this, I never know if these people are supposed to be related or in love. <laughs> like,
2: yeah, yeah. Seriously very confusing yeah. everyone's done or like my... there's
1: everyone there's like the one fat character who when she weighs herself takes off all her jewelry and i was like i don't need to be seen like this okay <laughs> i need you to not
0: don't judge me and then I you just got the remote off
2: and... <laughs> turned off the tv
1: <laughs> milo milo See, is super fine though and i would watch it for him i would do that for him is that the and dad you... yeah hmm okay mm-hmm. he was he also hot. from heroes fame remember that show
2: Ooh, sort of right. I never watched it I feel like I'm like the worst pop culture person of all time but not it's when okay. it comes to Mandy Moore no we know everything about her okay um, uh, let's see What's I should have texted my... you when I was on my trip what? and said I'm missing you like candy uh, I should have you that. know what you will have another opportunity I'm sure okay I'll keep you it in my really back pocket mutual <laughs> mm-hmm. okay uh let's see
1: I feel like I have to touch on this one again because I have mentioned it before and I have been made fun of. But if I had to make this list and I skipped over it, I think people would make even more fun of me because they think I was ashamed. And I am, a- I am ashamed. Um, but it's Fireflies by Owl City. <laughs> and I can't... I can't... I can't not... Because I remember fully hearing that song when I had my first kiss at the homecoming dance, being like, this is a movie, this is it. And I remember going home and, like, requesting it on the radio, like, 5,000 times until they played it again. And I would just, like, twirl around in my bedroom. Who the fuck? I thought it was Anne Hathaway in The Princess Diaries full on. I was like, you would not believe your eyes. The foot pop.
2: (laughs) This makes me, this is making me so nostalgic for, like, young love. Like. Jesus Christ! Oh my God! All of Listen. these songs are gonna have a connection to like some sort of crush or something. Like you just know it. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, that's why we wrote about
1: them. Um, but this boy, he asked me to his homecoming at a different school because mm-hmm. we worked at the um, at the little like I guess autumnal corn maze thing together, and <sighs> he wrote. Yeah, he was like my my manager. Weird, but they made fifteen year olds managers of each other. They're like, Corelle. was he?
2: Hmm. Was he a scarecrow? Or. <laughs>
1: Oh no! He was like the he was like the head ticket guy. Uh, so power wasn't toxic. <laughs> That's hot. <laughs> anyway, he would like give people lunch slips. So be like, okay, hey, you go take a lunch here. Order what you want on this lunch slip and go. And on my lunch slip, next mm-hmm. to the pizza, he was like, "Will you go to homecoming with me?" And I was like, "Absolutely, I will." Um, oh. But I found out that he asked to out this other girl, like. A day before, she said yes, and he's like, actually, and it's changed my mind. New hottie, and I was like, yeah, bitch. Like a hater. Only for Ooh. him to do that same shit to me, like, two weeks later. Men are scrubs even yeah. at
2: the age of 15. Can't. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they continue and to like, be.
1: You took my kiss virginity. <laughs> I
2: was mad. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So you guys kissed at homecoming, but he had asked someone else after you to go, and she said no? Oh, but he just like he just, like, asked out another girl on another date, like, a few weeks later. To like to like but the you bonfire. Kissed... Uh, no, you guys kissed the fireflies. Like that is that's a permanent seal.
1: We're basically married, that's...
0: and I. was <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> city to does this, not. Ryan, I never forgot.
1: This... <laughs> fuck you, Ryan. <laughs> oh my god! You know what is like? I feel like Ryan is a number one fuck boy name. I'm sorry to all the Ryans out there. Change your name.
2: Ryan Legally, change it. Sorry. change it to owl that's city
1: that's a that's uh that's how you start conversations what's your name <laughs> legally uh owl city mr owl city to you is that owl city or one word and they're like owl city um it's owl's the first name city's the last name and fireflies is the middle <laughs> yes hmm. oh, so, I, love I felt it. like I could, I, love it. I could not mention this list without mentioning that song
2: so. Well, yes. I mean, that's that's obviously. I'm. I mean, I told you that someone at my talent show sang it, and then now he's in jail for murder. So it also, which, you which... know, it had effect on my childhood as well, but just in a different way. <laughs> I forget. I forgot all about that. Oh my god. Who to thought? a cold blooded some... murderer is like?
1: You would not believe. Me. Oh, my God. Just some kid with a with a keyboard in his bedroom made this song about little lightning bugs, and it changed all of our lives for the worst.
2: <laughs> in many different ways for the well, worst. Yes. You. That's a great okay. one, though. Thank you. I'd like to leave.
1: <laughs> <I've
0: heard laughs> oh, no. oh, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay, so speaking of first kisses, mm-hmm. I unlocked a memory that I am... Not overly excited to share, but this is the song that I had my actual first kiss to, even though I count my first boyfriend as my first kiss. But this was like a yeah, pick. I know, I did the same thing. Um, Blue Daba D by Eiffel 65.
1: Is that the actual name of the song? Blue, Blue mm mm-hmm.
2: D. <laughs> that sounds like a minion talking. Blue, yeah, anyways. So, wow. I I had we had a family friend. And um, I was friends with the daughter. My brother was friends with the brother. And it was weird age differences. I'm not even sure why we were in this, like, what was happening, whatever. My brother definitely didn't like the other daughter. But the older brother of the other family definitely liked me. So we had set – they literally had bunk beds. Like, it was, like, so embarrassing. But they set up, like, lights and strobes and stuff. And then this cool. song came on. And I'm pretty sure my brother left – and then the sister wasn't there. So it was just the two of us. And he he planted one. He planted one on my little lips.
1: Right. To blue Dabadi. Oh my god. And I thought it couldn't get worse than Fireflies. I was very wrong. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I mean what part of the song do you up. remember? <laughs>
2: was it that part? <laughs> I'm pretty Okay. No, I'm pretty sure it was the rap part or the rap, quote unquote rap part. But it was like blue his house with, was like, with the blue And I was like oh, oh. And then I laughed
1: because I panicked. My actual response. Uh, Oh my god. That song is crazy. Have you seen the music video for it? It is crazy. Oh yeah, it's it's super weird. The original Crazy Frog. Do you remember fucking Crazy Frog? I was obsessed with him. Yeah. You were. What the fuck was that about? Oh yeah, no, I loved Crazy Frog. I begged for the Crazy Frog CD for Christmas. And I got it. And everyone (laughs) in my house, I'm sure, wanted to kill themselves. (laughs) That actually explains so
2: much. (laughs) I was that like, "Yeah, this bring ding ding This bitch, I'm into <laughs> <laughs> And the music video of him on a motorcycle, wow, wow! And he's got
1: a, his little frog pee pee out. Do frogs don't even what? have penises, right? Yeah, I don't remember frog. that. He's got a little frog dongle, and it's out the whole music video. I, I need to go um, look at this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so it kind of gives a new spin to that whole thing. But, oh my gosh he does <laughs> it's one of those mandela effects you're like i didn't know his dick was out the whole time but it was i didn't remember
2: time. a penis wow mm. how did this get past qc <laughs> he was on the motorcycle You couldn't tell <laughs> <laughs> it's true i don't ding, know ding, ding. God, oh my gosh and then era. like the hamster song the hamster dance that's you what I, that? I was
1: about to say similar like, yeah the entire like era of music around there was cursed like the gummy bear song and the yeah. hamster dance and like <laughs>
2: I'm the a gummy fuck? bear oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah.
1: yeah
0: the banana Why phone we
2: yeah it? i don't know but i did listen to it the other day in the car on my one of my many long long road trip days mm-hmm. um and i i didn't remember um that i had my like quote-unquote first peck to that song until i listened to it again because i haven't heard it in years and then i just slowly turned it down I was just like, no, I'm okay. Moving right along, this is a song. Moving. Okay,
1: gonna... I kind of had a tube. I was going in between, but that's fine. Right. I'll, I'll go back to it. Okay, so this one, hella good, by no doubt. Are you familiar?
2: Ooh, dream me hella good. Yeah, yeah. great song.
1: The... Fucking, I want to say that Gwen Stefani was my first role model ever. <gasps> ever, I can see
2: that. Yeah, she's and has you can influence tell. on you.
1: Yes, yeah. it t- choke hold on me, Gwen Stefani did, and um, yeah. I say it all the time, but the Blake Sheltonification of Gwen Stefani is the worst thing that ever happened to me, and I... <laughs> it's a de
2: <de-usification. laughs>
1: It's a de I can't get... I can't even touch on it significantly enough, because it makes me so angry, anyhow. Yeah. Um, so my mom was really into No Doubt back in the day, as she should be, because the 90s, like girl power era was great and then gwen was like an excellent front woman and all of my friends know this to be true but like no doubt have the best breakup anthems of all times like don't speak Mm -hmm. art art High Art, so good but this song was actually on their second album i think um the one with the that looks like the paramore album that's like black and white and red yeah it's also the one that has like hey baby hey baby hey and the um underneath it all which is another good karaoke
2: song yeah i did that i've done that before oh my god it was a of hit of course of course did you but do the, the rap, rap part too and i was like and you're like
1: i did the you
2: rap you are my real prince <laughs> <laughs> to
1: jamaican and accent and everything mama no oh my no, god don't do the, jamaican the Sweet accent. Romance. yeah what was everyone was obsessed with jamaican music back in the day like i get that's yeah. kind of what inspired ska but it was like at a weird point point. and gwen I love you, bitch, but you have a weird way of celebrating other cultures. And it started with the people (laughs) of Jamaica and it ended with the people of Japan. And I, I know what you're trying to do, but you need to stop. (laughs) Love you so much.
2: Yeah, you're doing it the wrong way. Here's you go. At
1: least now she's just trying to appropriate white people culture by being like a country
2: <laughs> singer, I guess. So it's like the Blake
1: Sheltification. <laughs> I cannot.
2: I hate it so much. I love that so much.
1: Um, yeah. Anyway, um Hella Good was actually released because their their uh, studio was like, we need you to have more of a presence in clubs. We need you to write like a club banger, and they're like, say less. And they mm, turned out the ultimate club banger. That song is yeah. so good to dance to. Oh, my God. It just yeah. fills me with hype. I'm so excited to hear And it's also, no, I'll tell I you this. It's in a special category of music called the rolling end credits music uh, with, like, oh gosh what's the other one like lincoln park is up there too with at the end of transformers movies i remember black sky's right, and all that shit hella good is right up there with like any teen rom-com at the time i can totally see yeah
2: that. yeah that's true mm-hmm. actually there there's what? a roller coaster have you have you been on that roller coaster where you can like i forget where it is i think it's universal studios oh but yeah you can pick you can your song the- Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah that's a good one and I chose that's hella good, good when I went on the roller coaster and it was so fucking cool as you should queen I think you can black out on that roller coaster I did I did too <laughs> I didn't I didn't start doing that until I was older and now that I'm older I'm like good night like I just like going to bed for a couple seconds <laughs> you're like that's the whole appeal of a roller
1: coaster is so that you can lose consciousness for a few moments it's yeah. like a little death yeah. a little yeah. death for you um that's fine no but I I say this all the time Gwen Stefani like was the first person I looked at and I was like I love fashion this is mm-hmm. who I want to be because she was on a cover of I will never forget this the 2000 September issue of nylon magazine with the pink hair and the braces and a cute little tank top that um. had little American flag on it and I was like this is the most beautiful woman I've ever seen and I stand by that and that magazine cover like it was just something my mom had under her bed and I was like never throw this out I looked at it every day Mm -hmm. that and there was an Evian bottle ad in the middle centerfold that had a mermaid on it and
2: I love mermaids so I was like this is art high art it's a sacred magazine yeah and I think yeah and like she always used to like oh yeah absolutely she always used to roll up to the red carpet looking like some sort of way and she always looked like crazy but it worked
1: somehow like
2: you remember the blue bikini
1: i will never forget the blue bikini with, look
2: and like oh. yeah
1: with the with the bindi was the oh. other bitch i told yeah. you to stop appropriating shit yeah i don't know about do that i don't way
2: know way. about
1: that whole thing but you know you so know. that was um, the same funny, era as the misogyny <laughs> what's funny about that look specifically where she had the blue hair with the pigtails and the blue bikini yeah and the little bindi and eye dots um if you watched uh the rugrats all growed up the movie mm-hmm. there's a a a, like an artist they're all trying to go see named Emika. And she's designed after that specific Gwen Stefani look. And it's very cute.
2: There you go. There you go. And that was yeah. foreshadowing for the whole Harajuku girl era. Exactly. I'm sure. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Which, Cause isn't that when they went on vacation to Japan? Yeah. Well, uh, oh yeah.
1: no, that was like, that was that movie before that, but you know, you're totally right. There's a little connection there. The Harajuku girl thing. I am like conflicted about because the Harajuku lovers brand was like my first label obsession <laughs> I own like everything mm-hmm. from there and I to this day still have all the perfumes they're just so cute and they look cute on my shelf but yeah it's like super weird to treat a bunch of Japanese women as like accessories maybe don't do that Gwen?
2: That's not hella good
1: No that's not the opposite good. It's
2: hella, opposite, bad. hella bad Hella bad <laughs> But you know
1: it, it it goes to say that it needs to be noted that Gwen is excellent
2: yes. yes I agree we love you, Gwen. Okay. Uh, I don't know if this next one counts as pop per se, um, but it's, and it's also a cover, so it's not an original song, but mm. um, Adele's Make You Feel My Love. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean. So I had a karaoke machine growing up. Me too. And it didn't, and- we're the same. And it didn't work
0: <laughs> except oh,
2: no. for this one one cassette thing like one album thing and it was it was adele okay oh really and i couldn't sing any of the other songs except for make you feel my love because it was slow enough and in my brain and it was like you exactly. know exactly just crazy talentism oh, yeah. um and that song i i probably drove my parents up a fucking wall because i i would get home from school every day to plug in my little karaoke machine and be like when the rain <laughs> oh my god yes and it's
1: like <laughs> yeah. what did you have to be so upset about <laughs> that age nothing. you know nothing
2: but we're gonna pretend and i'm we're trying to pretend. think like what year did her 19 album come out like how oh old my was god. i it when i was doing that i
1: don't know it must have been like middle school early high school right let's see because i
2: don't think
1: 2008
2: okay so i would have been 14 so that yeah. adds up
1: wow you know what's crazy is like i never like what do you do at an adele concert like surely not danced. Like is everybody just, just like, crying?
2: Yeah, yeah. Everyone, I would be crying. Oh my god, I, would cry.
1: I mean, and you she's know, it's so funny many... that, bitch, she's been through it, and the mm-hmm. fact that she and Taylor Swift are like the sameish age, I can't, can't get over that. That's so weird to me. No. I know. That's what kids. That's what kids do to you. <laughs> uh, tell them she looks just like Sarah Paulson now that she's lost all that weight. It's insane. Like they could be twins. She does. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess they look similar before she lost the weight, but now they look identical and I'm like, hello. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, what's funny about like Adele for karaoke is Adele's a great singer, right? But she's like notoriously known for not having great, like, um, what's the word for it that I'm looking for a uh, technique when she sings. So she mm-hmm. actually had to have surgery on her vocal cords, I think twice. Um, mm-hmm. so that means she had that notes, she right? is, yeah, something like that what that means for us is that we can sing her songs at karaoke and still seem impressive. Um, And because people are really impressed with Adele songs. You're like, actually I'm going to sing rolling in the deep for you. Goodbye. And it's like, not actually a hard song to sing. So a little
2: little pro tip to those karaoke fans out there. Well, I thought I was her when I had my little Greg karaoke box set up, but it was, it was, it was a great couple of months for me. It really was. Can you do, can you do the Adele accent? uh not really plug Mm -hmm. out my karaoke box babes like I don't know I also am like kind of sick so
1: (laughs) oh that's fair I will tell you maybe when I'm at um, 100 (laughs) yeah this fun little story one time Lo and I went out to a bar and we were drinking and you know she's like I'm gonna talk in an accent for the rest of the night and I was like do it do it bitch and she said to some girl in the bathroom that I I don't remember this was few maybe last summer and I she remember. was talking in the accent at at the in the bathroom, and the girl in the bathroom's like, "I'm actually from Essex, darling, and I can clock you from a mile away." Like she was like not having it.
2: <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm... She was like, "What part are you from?" And I was like, "Oh God, Sh- like shit, no <laughs> I didn't think I'd get this <laughs> far. One <you> <laughs> <laughs> in the wild, season. like I didn't think I'd see this. <laughs> Surely not. Divorce babes it's
1: Divorce. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that was a fun little little uh, anecdote. Okay, moving right up along here. How did you feel about "Feel Good" Inc. by the Gorillas? Ugh,
2: oh, love it. Yeah, I'm obsessed <laughs> with the
1: Gorillas. Check it, check yeah. It. Oh my god, they've they got that like great like distorted vocals, those fucking dirty bass lines. That. Do, 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 mm-hmm. do, do. I Think about it every night. I do. I do. That song is so good. It's so different from everything else that was on the radio at the time. Because that was like, I don't know, 2004 that that song came out. What else was around? My Humps by the Black Eyed Peas was also
0: around
1: the time. (laughs) So like, (laughs) yeah. Uh, 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 Compare that to Uh, Feel Good Inc. And we were like in our feels. It it gives me very much like post 9-11 vibes, right? Yeah, oh,
2: God. it's very dystopian. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. it holds up. But it's I like what? It. It's a song that holds up like through the ages. Like you could listen yes. to it now, and it seems like it would come out of twenty twenty two.
1: Yes, and and frankly, the line line them all up like ass cracks. Oh, transcendent! We love to see it,
2: and the music video was cool too.
1: That was a oh, cool music video. Yeah. Did you know there's like a whole uh, story plot line about the gorillas, like? Like, it involves, you know, super soldiers and turning into Godzilla and, like, people losing eyeballs no. and all of this crazy shit. Yeah. And you if you watch all their music videos, it's kind of hinted at, but the actual story of it is told on their Wikipedia page. I highly recommend reading it because it's <laughs> so insane. Like, it involves someone turning into a giant whale because they ate too much microplastics in the ocean and, like...
2: <laughs> honestly? Yeah. Honestly? that's that's pretty current it's a pretty current Honestly, problem so yeah Honestly? or like
1: the <laughs> the guitarist noodle the only girl is like i don't know in the she's the one that allegedly wrote feel good ink after like the i don't know
2: the <laughs> world goes to war or something
1: but she is a super soldier that was left alive after all of them were killed off and her creator loved her so much he just shipped her off to the gorillas and she popped out of her, her little box and was like noodle and they're like that's your name and now she's 30 and she still doesn't know other words <laughs> so i need to read that that's very interesting it's insane highly recommend uh but it is yeah. a journey um, also, he's I need turn. to tell you this about the, about the story, is that their, um, their arch nemesis is the fourth, no, the fifth horseman of the apocalypse that no one talks about. And his name's <laughs> Flatulence. Flatulence.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yes. It was going to be yep. so cool until you said that. Mm-mm.
1: And you can see him, and they never made a music video for it, but they were going to. And in the storyboards for the music video for the song um, El Manana, he's in it, and he's riding a little
2: donkey.
0: <laughs> it's
1: fun. Oh my gosh There you go. This you go. this
2: lore goes deep.
1: It's it's bonkers. But there you go. That's that's my my hot take on Feel Good Inc. That song changed my life. I remember yeah. hearing it for the first time on the playground. Ooh. After I was playing jump rope, and I was like, "Ooh, because this is my Avril Lavigne phase had ended." So
2: I was like, "Maybe I'm emo." Mm-hmm. Ooh. You know. So this is after your I Love Ryan phase. Was it Ryan? Is that no. Name? So this were you were running oh, in the sand. Oh, my God. That was Dylan, actually. Um, no, it Dylan, was sorry,
1: he- sorry. He- Dylan age, but I also had a crush on a boy named Sean and also a, bunch, oh. a, b- a boy named Brad. I literally was such a boy crazy idiot.
2: Same. <laughs> Who knew? Shake it, shake it. <laughs> exactly. You know? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So my next is an album, a whole album. Yes. Um, breakaway album by Kelly Clarkson, the entire fucking album. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's That was on now. That Pearl Walkman. That's right. That Pearl Walkman. I got this as like a Christmas gift, um, the whole album, and I listened to it and in the car like all the time because this was like you know, remember when you were like, I don't know if you were this way, but I used to play Pokemon and have like that little light in the car that would like turn on. Oh, yeah. And I remember mm-hmm. I remember getting like a little bit too old and I was like, yeah, I'm not really into it anymore. And then my Walkman came around and I would put CDs in there and play them at full fucking blast. But headphones were not good back then. So everyone in the car could hear what I was listening to. <laughs> And I remember pausing the music one time to, like, listen to what my parents were saying. And my dad was like, is she listening to Kelly Clarkson again? (laughs) And my mom was like, yeah. She, like, literally won't stop. I was like, I want bitches. (laughs)
1: <laughs> See, I just I just made the my parents album. listen to the the Kim Possible soundtrack on repeat and I was like, "You think I'm done with the Naked <laughs> Mole Rat bitch? We have four more hours on this trip and you're going to hear it at least 50 more times." That's so, trying. I want to hear Grab you sing some more not 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 and not and not before we get out of here. Thank you. Yeah.
2: Yeah. My mom um my mom doesn't like music, which is like so weird that she's my mom and she doesn't like music because I'm obsessed with music. It makes her like anxious to have like music playing in the car like wherever so i always had to like li- my brother and i had to listen to stuff by ourselves even to this day my dad will wear like one headphone in his ear when he drives so that he can oh, listen so to his own music it. with my mom in the car i guess it's kind of crazy I mean, that cool. he has to do that he but doesn't like music my mother it's very like Scorpio i swear sometimes so i'm a doctor <laughs> i know I know.
1: Oh, my God. She
2: said the most Scorpio thing ever the other day. Let's (laughs) hear it. Let's hear it. Just a real quick side note. So I'm obviously like staying out here in the middle of nowhere. And we have my closest neighbor is like a quarter mile away. But my parents like texted them to just say, hey, like our daughter is like staying at, you know, my parents are graciously letting me stay at their lake house while they're not here. And so they texted to be like, hey, our daughter's there or whatever. And my parents came down like a little bit ago. My mom was like, yeah, if you end up like hanging out with them or whatever, like they know a little bit about us but not much and I'd like to keep it that way. I'm like, that's so fucking weird and secretive. Okay. <laughs> Mystery girl. Yeah. Mr. and Mrs. Smith like they're international spies or something. I love that for whatever. Them. but It's very hot. She doesn't like music, so that's why Kelly Clarkson and I were so close growing up. But there's a specific song and let me know if you know this one, but it's I think it's called I hate myself for losing you.
1: I don't know. Or like it, that's is what that it based lyrics? off the I hate I myself hate my for my loving and- you? Mm. no it's
2: like oh my gosh it's like looking in the mirror and i'm the bad guy like the whole thing is so fucking dramatic and i'm just like yeah it's so good yeah it's so good she was she you or avril lavigne um not in like a like a physically attracted way but i no, but like like an obsessed way
1: yeah obsessed with like i I was absolutely
2: obsessed with her of
1: course it was the chunky highlights wasn't it (laughs) uh yeah
2: give me those three inch Three yeah, dude. Bastards. I I had I her
1: it. fucking
2: debut album with
1: those chunky ass highlights and that little knit sweater, and I was like, her oh, little beauty, her little sweater. Yeah, oh, yes, I can
2: picture it you now. Know,
1: I I saw TikTok of somebody being like, the last time humanity, uh, all of America was united, was when Kelly Clarkson won American
2: Idol. That <laughs> is <Yes! was> like, <laughs> literally,
1: it was happy you days. Are not
2: wrong.
1: Yeah, back mm-hmm. in what two thousand and one? No. <laughs>
2: no it wasn't happy days never mind <laughs> <Woof>. <laughs> i didn't have responsibility back then so i thought it was happy
1: mm-hmm. yeah I, I 9-11 who I, all i worried about was my webkins bitch
0: <laughs> like, i got That's right. pets to feed my tamagotchi
1: and, yeah <laughs> <laughs> <Club> Anyhow, penguin. <laughs> oh god i think i i was too cool for club penguin i was like i played toontown online i don't need that shit uh.
2: <laughs> I know. I know. Hot girl
1: shit. Real hot girl shit. Hot girl shit. Real <laughs> hot girl shit. Okay. Speaking of hot girl shit, moving right along. Uh, where <laughs> were you the first time you heard Nicki Minaj's super bass?
2: Cause I, was- I don't remember, but it was somewhere transcendent. Tell me.
1: Literally, I remember sitting in my high school bedroom and that came on and I was like, Pardon? oh my god and then my mind was blown two weeks later when some guy in my spanish class was like you know super bass means superb ass and i was like oh my god yeah did you what? not know that <gasps> no yeah there you go that boom, oh my god! Go.
2: it makes so much sense now she's got that superb okay. ass i'm just oh i god. learned stuff this is why i missed you i learned so much <laughs> just sitting <laughs> oh in front god. of this mic super i ass. learned
1: okay. so much from that boy in my spanish class thank you <laughs>
2: wherever thank you, you are thank you boy in her spanish class wherever you are
1: what was his name i can't remember colin <laughs> there thanks is. colin thanks colin <laughs> oh god mm. Collins. Uh. who knew that i would be god and just like Nicki minaj in general i feel like so like she's kind of past her her era these days because she will not let the shit go that other women are in rap and but you gotta i'm so sorry but you gotta um but she i think is one of the best rappers of all time i'm not even joking um and i know lots of men that will kill me for saying that but I I love rap music I'm a huge fan and I listen to a lot of it and it's like what are your what are your bases for determining when someone's good is it albums is it like record sales is it like sheer amount of like followers because Nicki Minaj tops nearly all of them and you're just a hater because she's a girl and I'm sorry Mm -hmm. but that's the truth and like they say oh yeah you know but Lil Kim and all of these people before her Queen Latifah sure they are great and they were also like really important artists but just in sheer number and features and all of the shit Nicki Minaj contributed to rap music it is like not even a competition oh my mm-hmm.
0: god
1: and that is I the agree. hill i will die on, will die on yeah it. and i've
0: heard i've also
2: heard um i've heard Nicki Minaj freestyle as well and she kills it every time when she does that she um mm-hmm. I mean, her, her music tracks have gone, like, off on stage or, like, she's been off and she, like, immediately gets herself back. She does a cappella, Like, mm-hmm. it's, she's amazing. But I do Dude, think – I agree. She needs to give it up. She needs to give up she, the, yeah, the grudge. Because she, she paved
1: the way for, like, the Doja Cats and the, the Megan Thee Stallions and stuff. And now it's their turn. So, baby, you mm-hmm. need to stop being like, I'm the best bitch there ever is. Like, we know. We understand. You yeah, don't have we know. You say it so much, okay? And it just yeah. let these girls shine. And it would be better if you supported other women now, okay, baby? That's like, right. Go gracefully into that good night because it's coming. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I saw her live, actually, I want to say in 2015. And um, it was actually the that concert where, like, do you remember? I don't know if you remember this, but Meek Mill and Drake were beefing on Twitter. And he's like, is that your girls' tour? Is that your world tour or your girls' tour, right? And Meek Mill mm-hmm. was on this tour with, with Nicki Minaj. And so he came out and did a set in the middle of her set. And all of his shit broke. And it was so bad. And people were like, we hate this. Get back to Nicki. <laughs> um, and so when his set ended, she made him go back out on stage. And she's like, now you're going to apologize to Drake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he did. And I was there. I, and I was like, I'm witnessing history.
2: <laughs> oh, my gosh. that you was amazing. There. That's amazing.
1: Mm-hmm. What city was that in? Um, it was at the Wolf Trap Center up in Nova, so in Northern Virginia. I don't know where Oh, that's okay, at. okay.
2: Ooh, look at you, mm-hmm. Jets heading all over the world to see Nikki. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, yeah although, I mean, speaking of supporting other women, her Met look was terrible. Okay. Mm. Anyways.
1: We're, our, our episode well, next week, you guys got to tune in for because we're talking about fashion, but I will talk about that. Don't worry. <laughs>
2: Oh you're talking about Can you just Quickly Are you gonna talk about it Maybe But like the baseball hats Can you explain that to me Oh There oh. were two
1: There were two I, I think Nikki's Was better than Kylie's um, But oh, Nikki's yeah. issue With her whole outfit Is that they You know She just had a baby So like her boobies are big And they They used her old measurements So she was like Pulling it up all night Which like poor thing Yeah I think if it had been Tailored correctly It would have been a good look Like the the baseball cap Is like a serve uh, If it's used correctly But I don't Mm, it was not executed the and right like, way. And, like,
2: it doesn't fit the theme, Well, does I, it? Think it like, does. I think it Age? does because the theme,
1: it's, like, a part two to the American, uh, like, concept that they started with, like, American fashion. And the baseball cap is pretty quintessential oh, American, which okay. is where I think that comes from. But the Gilded Age was what was supposed to be the second half of that theme. And people just pretended like it was, like, a extended version Sparkly. of the first theme. <laughs> So yeah, I was like, yeah. uh no. Don't even get me started on Kylie's dress. We'll talk about that in the next episode. I got five okay. to say about it.
2: <laughs> that's right. That's right. Um, okay. Uh, the next song that is very important to me is mm-hmm. The Tide is High by Atomic Kittens. Oh, yes, bitch. I had that on a hit clip. You remember those? Oh, my gosh, yes. I'm pretty sure I did, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. and that was also um, – what movie what really po- I just had it in my head sorry I have like I actually do have brain fog what is yeah, the I movie it's, it's in it's in like the intro is I, it the Lizzie oh, McGuire I movie I think oh it, yeah I think so movie. yeah that's a good yeah, one. yeah and they're like the tide is, and it's just it's so good like
1: I that's all I have looked- to say I don't No, I get it but Lizzie McGuire iconic I've always looked for her for haircut inspiration I feel like I'm always chasing that high um, the Lizzie McGuire yeah. movie was excellent. <laughs> so oh my good. god, the, her haircut in the Cinderella story—I take it to my my stylist all the time, and I'm like this, this one right here. This,
2: oh, the like the um, super like fringe layers going in. Yeah, yeah with the like like the spiky
1: little layers and the bangs, baby, I'm all over that. Um, yeah, anyhow. no Atomic Kitten. So that's a cover song. It's a not the original. Yeah. but I don't like the original. Ways, yeah, I don't like the original either. Um, and I don't know what it is. It's not poppy enough. Bitch, I need more. Mm. I need more girl bubblegum pop to it. And Atomic Kitten yeah. came to serve. Also, what a sexy, amazing name for a girl group.
2: Atomic Kittens, I love it. And I need that. I, need <gasps> I am not the kind of girl. It's just. The yes, girl. exactly. So good. Period. Do you ever do it's that just one like This karaoke? like the perfect song for changing the weather.
1: Oh, yeah. Do I ever what?
2: <laughs> do you ever
1: do that one at karaoke?
2: No, it's pretty high for me.
1: Oh well, uh, I think it's like, like um, no, oh, that's pretty high. <laughs> I see. No, I feel like that one would be a, like a sleeper hit. You know, with my little voice up there. Um, because it's like yeah, I don't think true. people know it, but it's people popular. know that song because mm-hmm. everybody had a yeah. fucking hit clip, and I'm pretty sure that song came free with hit clips, and it was an excellent
2: marketing point. <laughs> way like, better what? than you two's album on the iPhones. Oh. Like way better. You, you two. Fuck you, <laughs> U two. Hey
1: hey if you didn't hear me the first time fuck you for that okay hit clips i low-key miss i remember i had that song and i had some madonna some brandy mm, some britney spears yes we were
2: we were living but how how like random how random to have like such an expensive thing that plays one minute of a song like that's it it. really
1: but we were like this is i honestly here's what i think because as we move into the next generation of fashion people are going to start incorporating more and more like vintage tech okay so like you can already see orlando bloom wore tamagotchi on his little breast pocket like two years ago at the met gala and then you know people are using the shuffles as little hair clips ipod shuffles as hair clips hit mm-hmm. clips are gonna be a thing <laughs> i know it for sure they're it'll be, be like little the... earrings yeah or like yeah, a little, mini a little, little micro pitch. bag I yeah see it i see it happening so put your stock yeah. in all those ebay sellers buy one now while they're two dollars just saying okay moving right mm-hmm. along. Okay, this one is, and if it's not on your list, I'll be a little disappointed in you. "Toxic" by Britney Spears.
2: I knew you were gonna take it. Why would I put it on my list? Oh, <laughs> see, that I, was gonna be on your. We we've already like <laughs> we've linked. We're already mentally. back in it. That's right. Yeah,
1: but you know what? It has to be said. It has to be said. "Toxic" is Britney Spears' best song, and I will die on that hill.
2: I think so too. I think so too. Because
1: Because I think it's where she really discovered what she wanted to sound like. She had gone through all of the like, you know, uber poppy bubblegum pop eras. And when she got to In the Zone, that is her my favorite album of hers. Oh, my God. It is the sexiest one. Um, If you aren't familiar, go listen And Toxics in it. Um, I don't know if it's the first hit or not but i remember people were into that song in like elementary school we were like all dancing to it at the like uh talent show and shit why talking about toxic men oh for what for what, what i know for one? what
2: my art teacher made me mad it's toxic
1: <laughs> literally toxic you're toxic uh, um but i want to say that the music video is really sexy she's got the like is that the oh plan? my god Yes, she's in that, like, iconic yeah. little stewardess dress. Who designed those outfits? Because I want to say, like, it's the guy that did the fifth element. Is that
2: Jean-Paul? Jean-Paul? Um, I can't remember. Name, Brain empty. Assuming, no thoughts.
1: Jean-Paul <laughs> Gautier. Not Gautier. I'm thinking of whatever. Anyway, someone really crazy good. And, um, uh, yeah, it's you can tell. They're just really well done. And then she's got the cute little, like, bad girl red hair and, like, ugh. Mm-hmm. Peak Britney, Peak Britney. Is that the same?
2: Um, is that the same album as "Slave for You"? Like, is that when she started coming into her sexuality? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. I think yeah. I don't know if that
1: one's on. If that "Slave for You" is on there, but it, it "Slave for You" her performance at the VMAs when she did that. Once again, we're talking about the VMAs performances. When she did that performance, which is iconic if we do a, a list of vma's performance that one's got to be number one what's the point you know mm-hmm. um that came out right before her release of in the zone it was like i think like a Ooh. segue
2: kind of thing mm-hmm. great baby and honestly continue. the violin covers of toxic are so beautiful to me because it's like oh, so yeah. high up there oh yeah
1: oh, they used that for it. the promos for um what's that carrie mulligan movie the promising young woman and I remember hearing those mm. in the ad in the movie theater for the first time. And I was like, this movie is going to have everything for me. <laughs>
2: <The> toxic <laughs> covers, it's like women <laughs> who kill men. It's, it's going to be my number, one,
1: number yeah. <laughs> one movie
2: of the year. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. I just knew I knew you were going to have it on your list. So how can I dare put it on mine?
1: My gosh, there might be like um, one other we might overlap on, but that's okay.
2: Maybe. Mine are pretty unhinged. Um, okay. <laughs> the next one on my list, Believe by Cher oh yes oh yes and the only reason i say that this is like this is a very specific song association so i'm gonna bore you guys with like a uh, lauren story or uh, excuse me i'm gonna bore you with a low story who the fuck cares i don't care <laughs> wait, wait, <whatever. laughs> <coughs> sorry cough break <clears throat> so my parents when they were after they were done driving me around in my car, listening to my Walkman and blasting Kelly Clarkson. Um, so whenever I had like a bad day or anything, or like an after-school activity, or like I had just finished like a swim meet or something, I remember my parents taking me to Applebee's, and this is like when Applebee's was like an acceptable place to eat, right? And right. I always got like a riblet basket and an Oreo milkshake, and believe by share always came on like no matter what time of day i was there how long i was there yeah. it was always on i, believe and I that. just like i associate it with like happy like applebee's memories i don't know <laughs> yeah
1: that you know what i actually also have a believe story um because this Tell song me. i think there's i think there's magic in this song and because every time <laughs> I've you. heard it, like, I'm not even joking. I think she did some kind of like audio witchcraft to it because every time I've heard it, it's been an amazing experience. Like, um, you know, if I go to a drag lunch and someone's performing that song, I'm like, I'm going to have an excellent day. Um, I will tell you this fun story. So when I was in college, my freshman year, the summer between my freshman and sophomore year, I went to Spain and I lived there for like a month or two. And um, I went to Lisbon with some of the people on my trip and the thing about lisbon it's a really great party place uh but everyone parties out in the streets so nobody's inside mm-hmm. the bars drinking everyone's out in the streets but we're a bunch of american girls we didn't fucking know that we're like why is nobody in the bar Ugh. um so we go into this one bar because there was a guy in there who was playing like red hot chili peppers on his guitar and we're like we know those songs that's a good place yeah. to start um so America. we there <laughs> America yeah we went in there and so everyone saw a gaggle of drunk American girls go in there and they're like yeah hey, sluts and they followed us in there <laughs> so like essentially <laughs> um hey, so it became like a, <laughs> pretty pretty much that's how American girls are treated in Europe in Europe um they're like hey you're like the suck of the dick you know that kind of thing <laughs> but I don't know if I said that anyway. um, Misogyny era. Yeah, (laughs) misogyny era. Um, They all came in there and it was just like a packed bar, which is not normal for Lisbon. And so more and more people kept coming in there to be like, what the fuck's going on? And the people kept requesting music, like American music to this guy who was singing it. And then out of nowhere, this beautiful drag queen comes up and requests Believe. And the guy's like, okay, yeah, I can do it. And she sings it and it's amazing. And at that time we run into these like, two Scottish guys were like we'll protect you guys from all of these crazy creeps it's fine we ended up going with them to another bar I believe came on there again and it was just like oh! we, we spent the entire night out I think we went home at 10 in the morning like we watched the oh my sunrise gosh. it was fantastic one of the best like out experiences I've ever had um, yeah and I, I just well, remember f- that fuck so Applebee's <laughs> oh my god no that's but you so said that far. and I was like ah oh. I love that song. That should have been on your list. Oh right, no, I totally forgot about it. But um, it's one of the first instances of auto tune being used. I remember that share, uh, like people were like, "How the fuck did you do this?" And she just wouldn't tell people. She's like, "Oh, we, you mm-hmm. know, we used a distortion pedal." And they're like, "Well, I've used a distortion pedal, and I can't get it to work, bitch." And she's like, "Sucks to suck. I'm share, bitch." Sorry. Like, <laughs> yeah, I love her. No she's matter iconic. how hard I try. Exactly, and I've always said that. Can't break <laughs> She had a hit every decade from the sixties until like the twenty tens.
0: That's really straight did. icon
1: material. Straight yeah. icon.
2: That one just that one just has like a great association with both of us, apparently. Yours is way yeah, cooler.
1: But I'm serious. No, if you're having a bad day, listen to Believe by Sharon. You'll not yeah, have a bad
2: day. Yes. Time. I okay. we're both on the same boat there. Yeah. Yes.
1: Okay. Um, what about completely opposite vibes direction, but uh rehab by Amy Winehouse.
2: Oh, oh! Great song. It's a good, great one. song. So, like,
1: RIP to the realist. Um, we talk about her a little bit on on the episode I did with my dad on Urban Legends when we discussed the Twenty Seven Club. Um, so if you haven't listened to that, check it out. But um. Amy Winehouse obviously tragically died. She is famous for having a drug problem. And so Rehab is kind of an interesting song to be like your big debut single. Um, But it is so cool because it was like introducing people back into like Motown and soul and that kind of sound. And she just fully was just so different. It was like 2007. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: I remember this was like the first artist that I heard that I was like, maybe I am into music like maybe i'm alternative like i i don't know it was the first time i had actually discovered an artist for myself and didn't just hear something someone had like thrown at me and i was so in love with amy winehouse so it like literally changed my life
2: stand by that yeah oh i love amy winehouse she has like oh, such God. a unique voice her songs are just which also like rehab is is not it's not really on brand for her like that song is very different than a lot of the other stuff she's put out so like it's a mm-hmm. gym it's a diamond yeah. in the rough.
1: Yeah, sure. it's so That's good, a good one. and like it's just
2: so unique
1: sounding. Because what what else was out in two thousand and seven? Colby Calais. starts in my toes, and I crinkle my nose. like that is the the cutest, literally, song about an orgasm I've ever heard in my orgasm, life. Orgasm,
2: I know. Oh, my literally, gosh. I didn't but, know that one. Um, I, didn't... <laughs> I didn't know "Superb Ass," but I did know that one. <laughs> right, but like compare that to Rehab. It's
1: just like the complete opposite vibe, like sonically, like lyrically. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. I fucking love that bitch.
2: RIP. And I think around around the same time, and I could be totally wrong. I think it was like 2008 but Duffy came out with Mercy, which was a pretty oh, yeah. similar vibe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so those those two songs together are like still some of my like to this day, like still some of my favorite songs because yeah. they're just they're just so well done. And they, they bring totally back an era of music that got forgotten. Yeah.
1: Yeah, because yeah. I think, you know, they like the Motown kind of musical sound, but the, both of their, their voices sound like Billie Holiday, but it, mm-hmm. like, harkens back, like, all the way back then. So, yeah, just so fucking unique, so fucking cool. It literally changed me as a person. Had to say. Yeah. It. Do you, have you karaoke that one? No, because um, the best karaoke song to do for Amy Winehouse, as everybody knows, is Valerie, but that one is overdone. So. Yeah, I, I, yeah. My right. best
2: friend does that one every time, but she kills it every time. So I'm like, you it's a go, great,
1: you do it, great karaoke song, but somebody always does it. Yeah, so I don't. Yeah,
2: yeah. You just got to be the first one to sign up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just get in there. Anyway. Anyway, no, that's all I got on that one. All right. I do love that one. That's a good one. I had forgotten about her. I mean, not okay. her, but like her yeah. as in giving the song a pronoun. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so my, ne- my number one, and then I, this ended up being number one, and it may or may not be like the actual number one that shaped my mm-hmm. childhood. Um, the entire Hillary Duff Metamorphosis album, like the entire album.
1: Oh, yes, yes, yes.
2: Let the rain fall down. Come on. Yeah. If you didn't yeah. get in your teenage feelings to that album, you're not a woman. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Getting your period means nothing. It's listening to that album.
1: You're right. Period. You are correct period.
2: Oh my gosh. Wait.
1: <laughs> I'm just looking at my list because I think I wrote more down than I meant to. Anyway. um, Yeah. Okay. So Ooh. I remember buying that Hello. Um, and I, I remember buying that uh, album at a Best Buy when I was a kid. I was with my dad on some kind oh, of yeah. promo thing and I was like, dad, you have to buy this for me because she is the, she has everything. She's an actress. She's a singer. And he was like, I don't give a fuck and i was like she's everything even though like hillary duff is famously not a very great singer <laughs> oh, she's not um, she's not and it's so funny have you seen that movie that like <laughs> raise your voice that one yeah you can obviously with the tell when they yeah when they've dubbed in the singer you, it's always hillary when she goes yeah yeah but ev- everything else
2: no yeah not her her. it gets like really Um, like like smooth and silky and it's like that's not you (laughs) you have a very nasally voice yeah she does but you know it works
1: she was she was an icon she still is an icon there was this interview somebody did with her where she talks about her kids and her kids love the metamorphosis album and they have her play it in the car Ah! all the time they're like play your songs mom play your songs and she's like oh my god no i can't fucking do that because you like to ride with the windows down and people are gonna look at me and think hillary duff loves to listen to her own music (laughs)
2: self absorbed very
1: self absorbed yeah they're
2: like they're like Ugh.
1: but you know what were i her kid i'd also be like let the rain fall every day ah oh,
2: so day. good and the song the song metamorphosis is got like this like spanish guitar beat mm-hmm. like oh it's just it's just so good i want yeah. actually when i get off of here i'm going to listen to that album again it's going to bring what's back that? some memes oh, from some memes for sure what's that song
1: that's like when i'm in a crowd or on an island by myself what's by that myself. One called yeah, so, uh, uh, wishing I was somewhere else, then I can believe you hear me. Oh, I'm gonna tell hard. you. Yeah, when you look at me and say, "Never change the way you are," that's a good one. Oh God, maybe I should be Hillary Duff for Halloween one year. I, I think you it. should. I could do it. One of, one of my friends and I, my, my best friend, she and I have birthdays close Interstate. to each other. No, that one's the gotta find your inner. I know this so whole well. <laughs> album. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. No. um, I don't remember. I don't remember, actually. I don't know. When you you re-listen to the album, you'll be like, there it is. There it is. I got it. Yeah. Um, But she and I were going to have a karaoke party where she and I dressed up as Lizzie and Isabella from the Lizzie McGuire movie. But I just can't. I just cannot squeeze this fat ass into some LeMay low-rise jeans, baby. It's not happening. And I'm so sorry. (laughs) I
2: can't do it. No. I mean, you don't fucked up when you tried low-rise anyways. Those are. They're dead to me they're dead. They, are dead they are dead and like if i could
1: find a flattering version of that iconic outfit yes i would but baby, i can't it's
2: not. Not. so it's gonna require some sewing skills though because i feel like there's nothing out there like it but
1: i am an okay seamstress i get by but not that okay you know with a little
2: help from my friends mm-hmm. um and okay. i also just want to remind everybody just really quickly of the song why not oh yeah why not why not, take a crazy not, chance. Why not? She just you know, whispers she, after, take a kiss. Why not? <laughs> why not?
1: Oh, my God. You always dress in yellow when you want to dress in gold. I was like, well, that's, a, that's a fucking burn. How dare they wear yellow when they want to wear gold? That's
2: embarrassing.
1: It's you should be <laughs> That's embarrassing. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. You, you know what? You guys come for the people, but you stay for the TikTok
2: references. Okay? <laughs> that's right.
1: Can't All right, stop So I have two left. So I just did eight songs. Are you, did you seriously finish your whole list? Oh my God.
2: Yeah. Let me double check that I counted correctly. Let me see. One, two, seven, eight, nine, three, four, ten. five,
0: six,
1: seven, eight. No, I have eight. Hm, I don't know. Well, we're going to talk about it right now. I got two. I've got two. And it was honestly hard okay. to, um, hard to pick between these two because, um, oh my God, they both changed my life forever. Anyone who knows me knows that I love, the killers. <laughs> um, oh. and yeah, Mr. Brightside is the white person hype song. We're going to talk about today because that song is it's, it holds up. Okay. And there's a reason why it's a hype song is because it was, it's one of the longest running chart topping songs. Did you know that? Mm-mm. Like, no, I didn't some, know that. I think in the UK, it only recently came off the, the top 100 like it was in the top 100 for like wow. 10 years <laughs> like a long time. And they're
2: getting like so much money. They're getting so much money from that.
1: Yeah. Um the Killers are Ooh. a band I I really love. And the first time I ever heard them was in the 5th grade my mom bought Hot Fuss which is their their first studio album. Um and that one her favorite song was the um you know All these things that I've done, which is the famous one that's like, I got soul, but I'm not a soldier, Mm -hmm. which is an excellent, excellent song. Okay, Um, Mr. Brightside, though, was like a music video I was obsessed with because um, Brandon Flowers, the lead singer, was so sexy in it. He had a little guy liner on wearing a cute little like, Ooh. I don't know, Regency era Prince Charming outfit. And there was this beautiful girl dressed all in white with this crazy big hairdo. She looked like a little doll. And I was like, these people are so sexy. They're so <laughs> sexy. I couldn't get over it. And I also at the time, I want to say it was like seventh or eighth grade. I became like obsessed with this boy in my class. He was a little hipster dude. And he was like, oh, really like surprise, <laughs> surprise. Um, We're still buds. Hey, man anyway um i was obsessed with him and he was like i like the killers and i was like really my mom has that album i listen to it all the time i love the killers too that became like a hyper fixation of mine because i was boy crazy but no i seriously holds up and i i saw them in concert the the year before i started high school and i was like ah this is it this is my official like introduction to being a teen um and i remember when super cute little marching band jacket type style thing because I stole my mom's jacket. I would always steal her clothes oh. for concerts. That's how we got of that course. little Lady Gaga moment. Okay. All right, so um, that was a little weird yesterday. It's fully the next day, guys, because um, we had to stop. Our audio was being like weird as fuck when we were talking about the killers. My love for the killers just ruined our equipment must have been it so you know (laughs) just to like talk about the the end of Mm -hmm. our list because i honestly the whole reason i wanted to do this topic is because of this last song on my list i was like fuck there's no way that we can just (laughs) end it there god damn it
0: um gotta do it
1: Gotta do it, you know? So yeah, uh, anyway, Love Mr. Brightside. It's an excellent song, though I don't think many people would consider it like a pop song. I totally do. Um, yeah. But our last one on this list, I think, is like the quintessential pop girly.
2: Can you guess who it is? I feel like it's got to be like Lady Gaga. You are
0: so fucking good at this. Oh my god. Yeah! Yes! She's already <laughs> got Britney.
2: She's got me. so it's not Britney. I'm like, Yep. Okay. Yes. Okay, and like...
1: There are lots of quintessential pop girlies. Like you've got your Britneys and your Ariana's and your Christina's. But, but Gaga is our avant-garde girly. I love her so much. And I remember hearing, um, like the, I don't know, what was, her, what was her first hit? Just Dance. And I was like, this I is going to be a flash in the pan. And then I saw the music video and I was like, no, this shit weird. This shit's going to stay. Yeah. And I was correct. But the song I want to talk about, the one that specifically changed my life, was Bad Romance like Rama mama mama uh, uh, yes yeah right i remember like yeah. watching it and everything about it i was like she's like a uh, like a demon in a bathhouse with super big eyes and pink hair and a weird ass uh, yeah. spine oh my god i that watching that music video changed me as a person i was like i'm going to be like an art bitch now i think um so art pop, yeah i just pop. Literally, I watched a whole YouTube video on Art Pop the other day. And that song's not on Art Pop, but I do think Art Pop is her best album, which is a controversial opinion. Um oh. it is severely slept on. Yeah. It's like this beautiful blend of pop culture and, and classic art in a way that I am horny for. Horny for. I cannot <laughs> emphasize that enough no i fucking love it and if you even spend more than two seconds looking through the uh the tens on tens instagram you'll be like oh i see <laughs> oh i understand yes. <laughs> so that's 100 percent it but i thought what i would end this with today as i actually um like i said earlier on i kind of pulled people on instagram to tell me like what songs changed their lives the most and i thought it would be fun to talk about a few of the answers so
0: would you like to listen oh, to yeah. this
1: Okay, so, yeah, I I honestly, like I said, I would love to do this on the actual Instagram for the podcast, but y'all need to follow me. So, there you go. All right, so, coming in hot. Right. Uh, Another Gaga hit, we've got Judas by Lady Gaga, which is Mm. Mm -hmm. a great song. And I love the look of it with, like, the bandana and the motorcycle. That's a great song. Love that so much.
2: It is a Um, great song.
1: Yes. Uh, Crazy, Drive Me Crazy by Britney Spears excellent choice mm-hmm. also lucky by britney spears which i think i like that one a little uh, bit more than drive me crazy um because that one is a story i love a story you know
2: yeah you do love a story
1: mm, yes this is true okay what else we got um i don't know this artist but this person said ray r-a-y-e and i listened to their some some of their stuff and it's pretty good so hey there's that they said that's
2: oh my gosh, i love ray i love ray. really i didn't, I didn't know oh, about no. them at all when you did this prompt, just for like context, because I saw it but I don't remember, did you say did you say songs that shaped childhood or like favorite pop song in general? I
1: said what's a what's a pop song that changed your life?
2: Oh, okay. And okay. So I this
1: friend of mine uh is actually uh her name is uh I, th- I believe on Spotify she goes by Lexi Yellis, but her name's Lexia Carr, and she's actually a, a pop girly herself. Oh. And she said she said Ray was the artist that inspired her to do that. So oh, if you want to check out her love, music? It's dope. Yeah,
2: I love Ray. I need to check her out. Um, but I got into Ray because of Mabel, the the one that sings "Don't Call Me Up." The artist oh yeah, sings "Don't Call Me Up." Oh, all of those are just so good, and it will be on my summer twenty two. 2022 slut pop
1: playlist. <laughs> slut pop. Oh my god, you gotta you gotta listen to Lexi's stuff because she's just so good and we stand a plus size girly, especially in the pop industry. So right. love that very much. Uh, okay, next one on here we've got "Greedy" by Ariana Grande, and uh, this friend of mine said that she or th- sorry they they loved this artist because growing up they were like kind of a pick me who only really (laughs) liked emo music. And so this song was the first one that was like so feminine and like in charge of being a girl that it was like, oh, maybe being girly is not terrible. And I really like that message. Like, I love that. Ariana Grande is really very
2: hyper femme. So good good on you, you know? Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Greedy see. was my um, was my summer 2016 song. I went on a road trip with my two best friends, oh, and yeah. every time it was my turn to drive, I was like, "Guess what song I'm going to cue?" And it was like, "Baby, you got like it was immediately." <laughs> I just love that song. <laughs> what is I want to say?
1: Because you're you're an avid RuPaul watcher, am I correct? Oh yeah. There was a season. What's the season with
2: Valentina? Oh, I don't know. I'm not that good at it. Um, I'm slowly oh, trying oh to get caught up to the level of my other friends, but. <laughs>
1: Well, I, all I remember is this is where I heard the song for the first time is um they were lip syncing and it was, I, I don't know, I want to say Shea Coulee and Valentina, but I don't know. Don't hold me to that. And Valentina had the veil over her face because she didn't know the words. And they're like, can you take the veil off? And she's like, I'd rather not. Yeah, <laughs> Which is so funny. So I think about that every time we yeah. hear that song. So those yeah. are great. Um, uh, Let's see. Someone said Cascada's entire discography. I don't know about y'all, but I wish I could have. Had alcohol around the time that that was popular, and just be like shit face dancing to every time we touch in the club. Um, but I was like 15. <laughs> um, so somebody else brought up every time we touch. One of our um, day one listeners. Thank you, Maddie, for writing a review. By the way, love that very much. Um, she's you. also a, a performer. Maddie herself. You find her on Spotify. Her stuff's also really great. Voice of an Angel. I remember her being on American Idol when we were in high school, and that was a huge deal. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. Since you've been gone, by Kelly Clarkson, oh. as we discussed, our girl, yes, mm-hmm. that one is excellent. Uh, Party in the USA by Miley Cyrus. I'm surprised more of us didn't have more Miley songs on here. Honestly,
2: yeah, but yeah, you know. Miley was a little later, I think. Like if, this I, is if true. I think about like childhood, I don't think about Miley really. I think about yeah. Montana.
1: <laughs> this is true. And you know everybody makes mistakes and everybody has those (laughs) so that's that's totally fair um okay last two i have on here would be um complicated by Avril. we did discuss her and then this one i think is so funny um my friend who we actually talked about a little bit when we were talking about abba i went to that abba party with her and she's from from sweden she says i knew all the words to barbie girl by aqua before i knew how to speak english <laughs> and i love that i love that <laughs> could you really imagine try, like right i know learning english from that song is ah, a great place to start
2: <laughs> yeah great place everywhere and your parents are
1: like wait what are you saying yeah right no i love that but thank you to everybody that um that wrote in i love seeing your responses to my crazy off the wall questions on instagram so um i appreciate it and thank you to everybody who's been uh writing us reviews and um rating us because it makes so much of a difference and it's so rewarding i cannot even tell you that um and it's been really awesome i think this is our 20th episode so it feels like you know this is just like I know right we are just we are just hammering it out and it feels so good I feel like we're yeah. on a roll
2: it's especially easy when you dip out for like five of them or however many I was going for and then you just <laughs> can immediately come back for the 20th you, so you're so welcome
1: <laughs> I mean it's okay we love you and we miss you when you're gone and it's fine it's all good but I think we'll I'm stop it there gone. for you guys <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> I truly cannot breathe when you're not here so we to change that because summer's coming baby Sorry. what am I going to do without right. you huh Sorry. okay exactly
0: <laughs>
1: so, you have to send me that link we'll put a link to...
2: in the in, Wait, the in the in the I actually I feel like I I need to like say this in general have you heard of Kim Petras mm-hmm. she's got a oh yeah Kim Petras yeah slut pop and that song <laughs> I have to send everyone listen right now stream slut pop is the best thing you'll ever do with your you're welcome
1: she does do like she does nail the like summer girly sound like coconuts is an excellent jam uh i don't i want to say there was there's like some drama with her oh yeah yes but i i do think there's some drama with her and dr luke that kesha asshole but who knows i don't know i do love a good pop song and i can't i can't ignore it you know so anyway uh you guys need to keep working up on your Summer Girl playlists. You only have a few weeks left to finish them, but get them, get them together, babes. Get them together, okay? In the meantime, we love you. We will be next, here next week for you with a whole
0: new episode. Bye. Bye, thanks. It has been so lovely having you in for our little tete a tete If you have any further tittle-tattles or salacious salutations, you may contact us on the World Wide Web at 10s on 10s or you may follow the ladies on instagram twitter and tiktok at 10s on 10s podcast. that's one zero s o n one zero s podcast or via email at 10s, on 10s at gmail.com until next time ta-ta and toodaloo